Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown. I am your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Nope, my name is Micah Piewaworski. I come to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. Two a views, conservative news. Craig, it's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Tacos, all you can eat. Lettuce and shells. Uh, (laughs) you know actually uh Mm -hmm. for me a good taco is just uh corn uh you know soft corn tortilla uh you know meat a little seasoning and then cilantro and onion that's that's well see that's the thing i i like the diversity of tacos so you've got those which is pretty much like basically like a street taco you've got those you've got the hard shell you know fried shell shell tortilla we get that you go to taco bell for tacos now no, you just you take the you take the 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 corn thing and you the the corn uh, taco shell and you put it on the grill. You let it get a little hot. Let you let it get oh. hot. Let it get nice and hot. A little little crispy. Okay, yeah, that's right. I thought you were talking about like a a firm taco shell that you stuffed like they do at Taco Bell. Oh, there are, the now there are those, was... but that that's for a different type of taco. That's not that's, yeah, that's not we're looking taco. for a Mexican that's taco. Really... That's more like good drunk that's... food. That's an American taco. Yeah, yes. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, but then there's also, you can do the flour tortilla, right? Flour I mean, tortilla is okay. I'll take a There's so tortilla. many different ways you can do tacos. Uh, and sometimes you add the extra stuff. Sometimes you don't. Uh, the main thing is, is the flavoring of the meat. Yes, absolutely right. A little saison. Yep, yep, exactly right. It can make, it can make, it can make or break, it can make or break your taco. Just saying. Oh, For absolutely! Those of you who don't right. know like, uh, now. You yeah. know, I make you a spam lamb with the right sauce. Yep, yep. <laughs> spam lamb. <laughs> excelente, excelente. Hey, folks! For those of you who are watching us, do us a favor. Please make sure like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. And if you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook, make sure you hit that notification button. That way, you'll be notified every time we go live, and you can participate in the live chat as the program is taking place. Uh, and for those of you who are just listening to us, look, make sure to share. Let people know, look, you can listen to us in the car wherever you find your podcast. You can find us. So uh, make sure, encourage your friends, because folks, this is where the conversation is taking place. Er day. Right that, that, that's every day right for those of you cheer. who speak English. Right cheer. Right cheer. Right cheer. It's happening right here, folks. Right here. Right here. <laughs> right here is the spot. Right here is the spot. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So. You know, it's kind of hard. It's been kind of hard ever since the end of last week because there's just so much stuff in the news. Trying to identify exactly what to talk about uh, and fit it all in has been almost impossible. Yep. Yep. The number of things that we've had to leave out. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to touch on today, because yesterday we didn't get a chance to touch on it, was uh, the Supreme Court ruling relating to the football coach. Uh, who was, yeah. uh, well, so he was for a long period of time, 
he was, uh, after each football game, he would go to the 50-yard line and would kneel and say a silent prayer. Well, eventually, you know, some students, uh, some of his, or some of his athletes, uh, and then eventually some students, and then some of the players from the other teams uh, would join him at the, at the 50-yard line uh, for prayer. Well, he was eventually, he was summarily disciplined and fired uh, by, from his school district for violating uh, the separation of church and state. Well, the Supreme Court heard his case. Uh, and, uh, well, let's just put it this way. They basically deemed that, no, no, no. Uh, he basically deemed in a 6-3 to three ruling uh, that the former coach, Mr. Joseph Kennedy, uh, well, they, they sided with him. Uh, they said that, they said that uh, even though the school argued that uh, they didn't want students to feel, quote-unquote, pressured to join in the prayer, which, by the way, they were not pressured to join in the prayer because not every student did, uh, the point was, was that he was offering a silent prayer. Uh, and really what this case did was it pitted two, uh, two principles against each other. One was the Establishment Clause, which basically says in the Constitution, the government, uh, that Congress shall pass no law respecting the establishment of religion. But what, what we've seen over the last, I want to say, 40, 50 years has been an in, in ignoring of the phrase that comes after that, which is, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And what the Supreme Court said very clearly uh, in this decision and in, and in the opinion was, yet yeah, no, you, we get not establishing a religion, but you cannot get to the point where you are prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And that's exactly what they were doing in this case. Yeah, I think the, uh, the justices in the past have misinterpreted one word, Craig, and that's what it comes down to, one word. It is the, as you said, respecting the establishment of a religion right that we cannot the government cannot get in the business of respecting the establishment of a religion um which is much different than recognizing the establishment of a religion okay respecting the establishment means oh look there's a religion that's the one we respect that's the one we are going to put our seal of approval behind as opposed to recognize which is oh look that guy's praying Everybody stop goofing off and let him do his thing. There's a big difference between respect and recognize. And this is the first time we've seen them go back to recognize, you know, and allowing him to do such a thing rather than respecting religion. We are respecting the man while he does his own thing, but we have not respected the religion. In the meantime, we recognize the religion. We recognize that he's doing his thing and we're going to allow him to continue to do such. Well, I, I think the thing is, is as long as we're not prohibiting, I don't think it's as much, I, I don't think it's really either recognizing or, uh, uh, I think the key is he's well, allowed to do it. In other words, if he wants to do it and he chooses to do it and he's not forcing, even as an agent of the government, in this case, as a teacher, they consider him to be an agent of the government. He's not forcing anybody or pressuring anybody else to participate. Right. But no, if they choose to participate, they get to. I, I, right, and I get that, but, but the, the word respect, to me, signifies that the government has respected that religion, is giving it credibility, and that's not what the government's supposed to be doing. The government's not supposed to rule on which religion is better than the other religion, and if, he, if they, if they right. respected his religion, 
there on the field, they'd be recognizing that or they'd be establishing that his religion right. is the one that they want to follow. But right. just recognizing that he's having a personal moment, right. and I'm not me as the government is not taking part in it or right. forcing anybody to take part in it or saying it's our official religion. Right. That's okay. You can't it's it's no difference than, you know, if he walks down the street and says, you know, he likes the Whopper F the Big Mac, you know? It's his choice over one over the other. Well, it, it, what what I would say is is that if he decided that he wanted to go out to the 50-yard line uh, and uh, throw out, roll out a prayer rug and pray to Allah. Um, he has a right to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But after, let's be clear: after the game's over, after people are leaving, he's not hindering right. anybody from leaving. He's not asking anybody to stay. Exactly. Same as uh, Coach Kennedy did there when he decided to go out and pray. You know, it's it's amazing how this is a because it's a it's in the school that, oh, we all have to get so crazy and upset about this. And you know where this started? This case is like eight years old, by the way. It's just now working its way through the Supreme Court. But, you know, that was about the same time, if you recall, Tebow was taking a knee, and there really wasn't an issue with that. Right. Well, that because well, that's a different form of speech. I mean, keep in mind, now, there was also another case that was, that was decided last week uh, that, dealt with, that dealt with something similar in that uh, in Maine, they had uh, a, a program that provided funding for, uh, or, or basically a voucher program for private schools, but they were discriminating against religious schools. Now, once private again, yeah. it, this goes back to the free exercise. So if someone decided they wanted to send their kid to a religious school, they ought to be allowed to do that, right? If you're going to provide funding, you can't discriminate just based on religion. And that's where we've gotten to nowadays is, You've got government discriminating just because something is established by a religion or just because something has a religious connotation to it. And I think what the justices are saying, in, the, in particular in these two decisions, is, you know, there's got to be a balancing act. I'm, we're not lifting one religion up above another. We're not saying this is a favored, quote-unquote, favored religion. But people are allowed to have religion as a part of their lives. Now, mind you, there are people on the other side who... Like, say that if you are too religious, in particular, if you are too Christian or if you are too Catholic, many people on the left believe that that dis should disqualify you from public office or from being a judge at all. Listen, if they're too Catholic, follow them around. They're going to be a party, party in person. So like, too Catholic <laughs> is a lot of party people. Um, the, uh, 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 Craig, we talked about this last week, and I talked about this one with my, uh, with my bank of attorneys that I was hanging out with, uh, the, the main case. Uh, it's like we said, just so folks should understand the facts, this is not every religious school got money or it affected every religious school. In Maine, the schools are so spread out that private schools were were sitting in and taking the place of public schools. So there wasn't enough schools to go around. So when a private school would show up and apply for state funding, if they were the only ones in their area, they got the funding. Well, if that private school happened to be a religious school, the state was just blanketly saying no. No. And that's the problem is that we've, we've turned off, you know, everything that has to do with all of these cases. They just said, oh, it's religion. No, the answer is no, no. Well, you can't we, we, we're not you know, we can have a mix of religion and politics, but we're not intertwining them. You know, they can exist next to each other. And we don't have to tell them no. You know, if every, uh, you know, every veteran or every homeless person came up asking for money and we said, sorry, we're no to vets because they're all drug addicts or all homeless people because they're all drug addicts. It's, it's, you can't characterize everybody under the same broad stroke. And that's what they've done with religion. 
I know I right. understand that the separation of church and state is clearly in our constitution, in our Declaration of Independence, and it must be respected. But nobody's giving money to the church so they could take over the state. They're giving money to those churches there so they could provide a, a, a primary education to people that the state's not able to provide a primary education to. Oh, and by the way, they have to follow the state's primary education format if they're getting that money. Does this, again, every re religious school? No. Because in some of the other jurisdictions, there's public schools that take their place. So right. you can't say no just because of religion. Exactly. That's that's the thing. That's and that's yeah. the key is because then once you say no just because it's religion, uh, religion, now you are prohibiting the free exercise of religion. Yes. And uh, that that is a no go. At least now, as far as the Supreme Court has has decided. Uh, a lot of experts believe we're gonna, it's going to start to see a pendulum swing when it comes to religious liberty. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how far that pendulum, pendulum actually swings. I told you a couple of years ago, Craig, that we'd gone so far to the left under Obama that we needed to be brought back far to the right with the, with the pendulum under Trump. Right. Um, well, the pendulum is still kind of swinging to the right with the Supreme Court. It's just under, you know, uh, uh, FJB. So, uh, but it's it's nice because that's where it is. That's the balance. And and listen, I think we're talking about, uh, you know, two hundred and forty-eight years ago, right? Uh, where, uh, or excuse me, uh, yeah, forty-six years ago, where uh, you had uh, a group of guys sit around and say, "Hey, let's have three houses where they're all equally divided because we don't want one to be able to take over from the other." How, how awesome has that been our entire life? Where You've you've only had on one very rare instance uh, in, for two years where the where it was con considered to be all three part all three houses controlled by right. one party. And you know what it was? Well, I, I know what it wasn't. It wasn't the end of the world. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There no, was still the balancing not. act. There were still checks and balances there. Yes, there were. There most definitely were. All right. Uh, speaking of checks and balances. Uh, I found it interesting that uh, there was a lot of talk uh, before or as soon as as soon as Dobbs was decided. And for those of you who don't know, I'm trying to get away from talking about Roe v. Wade and talk about Dobbs because Roe v. Wade is no longer the law of the land. Dobbs is now the law of the land, which basically is that abortion is not a constitutionally protected right, at least not federally. And uh, so it's, anyway, so that's why I call it Dobbs now. Um, but... Uh, there was a lot of talk about violence and violence that would violence that would be taking place as a result of uh, as a result of those decisions as a result as a result of the decision, and sure enough, uh, immediately we saw a ton of violence taking place in various cities, or at least one here, Portland, where there was basically vi turned violent, businesses vandalized, and by the way, there was violence before Dobbs. Let's be clear. There was violence that was taking place before the decision. Mo and it was, it was solely against religious entities that were pro-life, against uh, pro-life clinics uh, and whatnot. But what's been interesting is this narrative that the left has had, which is that, oh, yeah, there's been violence, but the violence has all been against, like, it's all been against uh, pro against pro-choice activists and they're trying to push this narrative that the only people who are being attacked are people on the left but now now mike what's what's funny about watching some of this stuff and reading some of these things is that 
they are completely ignoring the violence that was perpetrated. Like they're still acting like you're going, they're going to these protests and the police are attacking peaceful protesters and beating them to the ground. But they're ignoring all the violence that is taking place that is causing police to have to react. Yeah, well, it's retelling the story, right? If I can, if I can spin it this way, it'll look like the uh, the right's the bad guys as opposed to the left. Um, you know, listen, I I've, I've seen you know vulgarities now printed on on, on automobiles. Like the, I saw one yesterday that had you know F Scotus in the whole rear window, but it didn't say F. It had the other three letters. Um, so people don't care. That's the that's the tolerant left, by the way, that doesn't mind you know your five or six year old sitting you in the car and go, "Mommy, what's F mean?" You know, and and you have to explain that to him because, you know, you it's time to educate them on abortion at five uh, and six, just like you want to do with your uh, alternate uh, lifestyles. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, education. Um, uh, Craig, you know what? I, what I did see uh, yesterday uh, uh, concerning Dobbs was um, the state of Louisiana has one of the trigger laws. So on Friday, the attorney general there in uh, uh, in, in Louisiana said, okay. Effective today, uh, abortions are illegal in uh, uh, in Louisiana. Uh, now they they had the little you know one or two of the exemptions written in there to the law, just like you and I talked about. Clearly, it's going to need to be updated. I think their trigger law was written fifty years ago, um, and uh, you know, but it's it's their it's their law. A federal judge issued an injunction against the abortion ban uh, on, on on Monday. Uh, we missed it yesterday, uh, so. A federal judge came along and said, "No, I'm issuing a, board, uh, a ban against uh, banning abortions." So here's a federal injunction. A federal judge. How does a judge just read the case uh, of, of Dobbs versus Jackson Medical Center and, yep. and and all of a sudden say, "Oh, I'm going to ban abortion"? You just had the Supreme Court of the land give right. you the ultimate decision on this, and then a judge comes on and issues an injunction. Right. Well, it's well, it's because they believe that in the end, uh, no rules matter, no law matters yeah. as long as they get what they want. And you know, here's a a breakdown. Getting back to the main subject, here's a breakdown. So, uh, Washington Examiner actually did a breakdown of where violence took place following Dobbs. Right, and these are all the places. And once again, this is for example, Arizona. Uh, there was rioting. Uh, you had a you had a mob that basically was throwing uh, rocks and Molotov cocktails at police officers. In California, you had the exact same thing that was happening, uh, throwing makeshift uh, or throwing a makeshift flamethrower at an officer. You had another person uh, who stole an officer's baton. Uh, uh, you had stuff going on, violence going on in Colorado, a fire at a pregnancy, at a crisis pregnancy center, uh, and and vandalism. Uh, you had ten people in Oregon who were arrested, and and probably Portland was the place where the probably a, the most visible violence took place. In Rhode Island, once again, you also had violence taking place. Virginia, you had violence taking place. My my point behind this, Mike, is is the left is acting like. like Here's here. Let me just let me just if you are a protester, let me just tell you this. If you go to a protest and you try to light policemen on fire or throw things at policemen or you try to light uh, buildings on fire or you, you know, you do graffiti and stuff. 
you're going to be, you are going, police are going to take action. And if they're going to take action and then you resist arrest, uh, you go, you're, you're going to have violence perpetrated against you. And by the way, it is well-deserved violence. Yeah, this is why I tied in the other story with this. It's uh, the point being that, you know, the left, they, they, have no, they have no respect for the rule. They have no respect right. for the law. They have, you know, it's, it's, this, is the, this is the little kid throwing the tantrum. I'm going, as long as I continue to throw the tantrum, sooner or later, mom and dad will give up and say, just give it to them. Um, that's what they continue to do. The, the Supreme Court has said so. Right, but we're gonna go out. We're gonna we're gonna go out, and we're gonna we're gonna riot. We're gonna go out. We're gonna get judges to issue injunctions. Now, we're gonna go now, out, we're now gonna mind this. you, this is how. Right, this is how you get punched in the face. By the way, this now, how, rem- this how, well, the those of us that are civilized say, okay, it's done, it's over. Let's get back to being good neighbors and talk about baseball or something else. Now, now we gotta do this. All right, here you go. Throat punch Thursday. There you go. Just like right. That. Well, it's and done. you know what? It's I'll done. just put it this way: you didn't see this happen when Casey was decided. You didn't see no. the right out there doing doing all this stuff when uh, when no. uh, uh, when the Supreme Court came out in support of of, of same sex marriage once again. You didn't see yep. you didn't see the, you didn't see this happen. Yep. Yep. Didn't you didn't see, see this Obama happen on the right. Yep. But yep. that's also you know then you start to see instances with groups like the Proud Boys where all of a sudden they start to say, well, guess what? If if you're going to allow them to not the other side uh, yep. to get violent when they don't like something well then guess what we're gonna do it too then all of a sudden we wind up with two week long two weeks of congressional hearings yeah (laughs) right yeah because it's now an insurrection we're gonna impeach the proud boys or whatever we're doing i don't whatever whatever we're gonna do we're gonna impeach the proud boys (laughs) the proud white supremacist hispanic led boys yeah yeah yeah, well well Afro Hispanic, as we let's let's Afro-Hispanic, throw that in there. Yeah. He's very, they're yeah. very, they're diverse. Their leadership is very diverse. Very diverse, very, uh, very especially diverse. for a white guy, right? Afro Latino really white supremacist white is is yeah. I think the yeah. exact term uh, to use for their yeah. leader. Listen, George Zimmerman is more white than that guy. Okay? <laughs> let's, let's say that. Well, because he's got the last folks. name Zimmerman. I know that's right. All yeah. right, All right. Jorge Zimmerman. Jorge Zimmerman. <laughs> All right, moving right along, and this is actually a very sad story. Uh, and uh, there was a uh, well, we all know that that we've been fight that there is a crisis going on at our border, at our southern border. There are hundreds, and when I say hundreds of thousands, I mean hundreds of thousands of people who are crossing into our country uh, that we know of every month, millions over the last year, uh, who are just crossing into our country, and many of them are risking life and limb to come to the United States. Uh, and because, well, because of the open border policies of the left and because of, and, our, and our president. Well, now we're seeing, you know, and unfortunately a lot of people have died trying to cross and come into our country, but it seems like when people, it takes people dying in large chunks for us as a country to wake up or and see that something is going on just like you ignore they ignore the violence that's taken that takes place in chicago every weekend they ignore the carnage at our southern border well here we have an instance where 46 were found dead 16 were hospitalized after an abandoned tractor trailer was found uh with uh, uh undocumented or illegal immigrants who were trying to get into the country it was basically abandoned and they were locked in the back um now, now, Mike, this exists. This is happening for one reason, and that is because 
we have a a a, a Democratic Party, and I don't I don't place this place this all on Joe Biden. I place this all on the Democratic Party, who is basically inviting people to come to the United States, telling them, if you can get across, if you can get across and you can get into the country, uh, you, you're pretty much, you know, you, you're, you're going to be able to stay and you're going to be able to become, uh, uh, to live the American dream. And I, there, I don't think there's any other way. Uh, be, and and the, the fact is, these folks are looking to do it and they're doing it illegally. And they're, it, I just, I'm just, I, I, I'm, on the verge of being speechless. Yeah, listen. Uh, 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 first off, when you read this article, Craig, it's 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 horrible because you know. Oh, we discussed forty six dead. We discussed sixteen. Uh, you know, uh, going to hospital, uh, and then we start blaming the government. Uh, and we're not guess we're we're not blaming the uh, the uh, the the Let's Go Brandon government. We're blaming the Trump government. Uh, they come out and they say, listen, it's because of the overly strict immigration policies. If we had open borders like we wanted here on the left, this wouldn't have happened. These people would have walked across our border and been met with uh, flower petals and and unicorns and, 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 and doilies and lace. But no, that's not it because that's what they want happening. We still have to have some immigration to keep, I don't know, terrorists and idiots and all the other reasons from the world for, for them to come into here. Or how about just, we don't, we don't mind immigration, we just want to control the flow. All right, for so many hundreds of reasons, it's our country, and we want to we want to make sure the sanctity of our country. And again, I'm not saying keep immigrants out. There's a perfect way to keep them in. Just come to the border, do your paperwork, do the checkpoint, come on in. You sneak across the border in the back of a truck. This is the results. This is what happens. Greg, I don't think anybody meant to kill these people. I do want to say that uh, this was probably one of those logistical trucking errors. Somebody got a flat somewhere else. One guy brings the truck to a certain point. Somebody else picks it up, takes it the rest of the way. And guess what? The guy never made the pickup. It's probably something as simple as that. Uh, and uh, I hope a lot of people go to jail for this, uh, including uh, you know a politician or two. That wouldn't be bad. No, I do. I completely agree with you. It. The thing is, is that when you take a chance and they probably it may have even just been someone who abandoned it because they thought they were about to get caught. And rather than go to jail, they'd rather just leave. Yeah. And they probably yeah. weren't about to get caught. They may have even thought, well, I'm about to get caught. I'm going to get out of here because uh, yeah. law enforcement's right on my heels and, uh, yeah. you know, they'll let them out. Um, yeah. But yeah. once again, that wasn't the case. The thing is, is that we once again and, and I think. We disproportionate. I mean, Joe Biden is now saying, don't come, don't come. The problem is, is that it's his policies and the, in particular, the policies of Democratic Party and in blue states uh, like California or blue yep. cities uh, that are saying, if you come here, we got you. You got free education. You've got, we'll give yeah. you free welfare. Oh, we'll yeah. give you a place to stay. Yeah. Uh, we'll protect you from being deported. Uh, it's those policies even though see, you say you don't license, come, give you the right to vote. Right, your your mouth says don't come, don't 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 come to America, uh, but your policies say, but if you come, we got you. Yep, I, it just makes no come sense. On. Come on, and yep. it's like you can't have pol- you just can't do that. Anyway, it, it Mike, it's beyond frustrating and it's sad because now as a result of it, people are dead, and. Uh, and then, by the way, they're going to continue to die because these folks are not going to change their policies. No, 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 absolutely not. Listen, you know what they know? They know that, uh, oh, uh, Biden in charge, he said bring. And nobody's nobody's going to hear the uh, the editorial, or excuse me, everybody's going to hear the uh, the uh, the correction 
to the original article. Right, Craig? Uh, right. He said his statement. That's it. We're not looking at page 48 of the newspaper to see where he said, oh, but don't come right now. It's too crowded. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, moving on to our next story. This is one. It's more sports related, but it is also culturally related and politically related. Well, because it involves Colin Kaepernick. Um, for those of you who do not know who Colin Kaepernick is, he was a former quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, uh, who was good at one point, or at least fit very well within their offense, did really well, actually got them to the Super Bowl before he choked. Um, in essence, he was in the midst of a career decline or a performance decline, uh, when he was eventually benched. And then while being benched, he decided that, uh, well, you know what? America is racist, and so therefore I'm going to start taking a knee during the national anthem. He started protesting the national anthem. And a lot of people got mad about that and yada, yada, yada. Long story short, uh, he eventually decided uh, he uh, quit. He, he had an opportunity to extend his contract. He decided not to uh, and, and has not played in the NFL since. That was back in 2016. Since then, he's tried out, he's done some public tryouts where he said some very, very stupid things about the NFL and kind of put himself, he's had a number of opportunities to try and get back into the NFL and he has sabotaged himself or those around him have sabotaged him uh, with his own comments time and time again. So uh, there was a workout that was held recently uh, by the uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, to well, that were uh, designed to, with the idea to give him a chance to try out to see, you know, well, is he still any good? Well, uh, Warren Sapp, who is a former NFL commentator, former NFL player, Hall of Famer, uh, well, he, uh, well, folks from the organization talked to him about the workout, and uh, this is what they had to say about his workout. I mean, do you see Kaepernick coming back? I mean, he no, he tried out no. with the Raiders recently, but I heard the tryout wasn't all that great. I heard it was a disaster. I heard it was one of the worst workouts ever. I'm wondering how the hell this happened and the tape didn't get out, right? I mean, somebody wasn't over the over the fence or nothing? Come on, man. We, we live in a world right now where you put a drone up. Hey, it ain't like they can stop you. They ain't gonna stop the workout. Talking about there's a drone up here. We don't know who this is. I mean, what? Come on, let's 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 run this. They don't even send them up the the, the ladder anymore. You remember we used to go out to practice? Send the guy up the thing. He's shooting practice off. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, we just interviewed. So, turns out that the workout was garbage. Now, mind you, uh, his uh, agent did come out and uh, had a few choice words. He said, "Well." You know, he came out and said, well, I don't know. If it was such a disaster, why is it that the Raiders said, oh, my God, it was phenomenal. He was so impressive and yada, 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 and how good he was. But, you know, Mike, there was only one thing that uh, there was only one thing that I that I, I looked after all that, and, and it was this. You notice he's, he's had like two individual tryouts. He's had at least one group tryout. And nobody has signed him. Yep. Yep. And, and listen, I feel for the Raiders too. You know, they're like, uh, all right, let's let's bring this guy over. Let's see. Maybe he's got some skills. Maybe everybody else is just overreacting to this guy. Uh, and then he shows up and he, and, he, and he, like you said, he starts bad-mouthing the NFL and white people and everything else. And he's like, 
the owner's like, you know what? F this guy. Get rid of him. Get just. Get, I don't care if he's throwing, you know, bullets, you know, a hundred yards down, and he can scramble. I just not worth the headache. You know, that's that's. It's just when it comes down to that, uh, you know, I, I don't. Is the juice worth the squeeze? And it's definitely not with this guy. Well, and that's the thing is, like they point out here, they say, well, I guess Warren didn't talk to the general manager or the head coach. No, you know, you know, all I needed to know was they hired, they, they signed Nick Mullins as a backup, not Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> they signed yep, another quarterback. That's Warren how I Sapp know that his tryout wasn't that good. Warren Sapp had a better chance of getting re-signed than Colin Kaepernick did. So. I mean, but what, but Mike, what were they going to say? Were they going to say, oh no, Colin sucked. He was horrible. Yeah. You can't because then you become part of the lawsuit, right? Right. You know? Then you're it's... racist. Right. You're racist yep. then, right? Yep. You then yep. They then would be deemed racist. But he, I thought Warren Sapp made an excellent point. You're telling me there was no film? They didn't, yep. nobody recorded the workout? Yep. There's no evidence of it? Now, mind you, this wasn't scripted the way the workout that Colin put together himself, all 100% right. scripted, right? right? This was him running this him throwing to their uh passing tree him implementing their offense yeah. um I, all i all i'm guessing is it was bad and they didn't want to make him look bad and they didn't want to look bad by making him look bad which is why there's yeah. no video evidence of the of the tryout i listen you heard you heard warren right he said that the they got to have a ladder right do 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 I think that's exactly how he said it. Gotta right. Well, he's like, you know, they, he's like, you don't even have to have the ladder. He's saying normally these guys would be up on a ladder filming down. No, all you need is a drone. Yeah. 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 But, no. Well, well, it is 115 degrees in Vegas. I think drones melt. So they might be right there. Hey, they, they probably, you did with, I don't know if the tryout was indoors or outdoors, but. Oh, the, you know, no, they do have the Mars drones. Like. <laughs> send up a mars drone there you go yeah those things could, could take uh you know several hundred degrees fahrenheit yeah so in that direct sunlight yeah. the thing is mike he's 34 years old he hasn't played in oh, he's done. six he's years done. he's done he's had the opportunity to show what he can do by playing in and he teams in the xfl wanted him he didn't want to play there yeah. teams in arena That's football right. wanted him he doesn't want to play the that. XFL out there, the USFL. Nobody. Uh, he's gone. To, he's gone to none of them. They, you know, they've, they've, like you said, they made inquiries. Hey, you want to play? Nope. Nope. I'll tell you what, Craig. This was probably one of those. I bet you there's some depositions or something coming up, and they needed to stir the publicity pot. That's all right. this was. Probably so. Probably so. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry, and I don't. I, I will just say that I think that people said nice things about his tryout because they didn't want to get sued. Just like, for example, a lot of employers, if you check, if you call and check for a reference, a lot of his employers, all they will do is verify, uh, yes, they worked here. They worked here from this day to this day. Yep. Yep. Were, were they a good employee? Yep. Yeah, no, we don't do that. Yeah, they're not even allowed. They used to be able to at least say, what was it? Are they eligible for rehire? You're not even allowed to do that anymore. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, you can do it, but you open yourself up to get sued. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And yeah. that's what they didn't want to have happen. That's right. All right, let's move on to we got actually we got a few parting shots today. Ooh, uh, let's go with the, mine. Let's go with the first one. Uh, it's now this is kind of in uh, in the spirit of how the left views protests because you know 
We look at uh, we look at what happened after George Floyd, uh, and when the left gets violent, uh, well, it's considered to be mostly peaceful. Well, now you got the dude, and I keep forgetting this actor's name, but he's actually uh, supposed to be the guy from uh, both Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad and Better Call yeah. Saul. Uh, but he's yeah. uh, basically looking kind of seriously into the camera, and he's like, uh, "It's about to get mostly pre- peaceful." <laughs> That's a good one. I do like that one. That is that like is that a good one. one. I do I do ver- I do very much enjoy that one. That's how they roll. Um, 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 Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Thank you for looking it up, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, the next one is kind of a take because, well, for those of you who do not know, and I will not, I will not say that that uh, that uh, 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 Margaret Sanger was a white supremacist. I will say that she did believe in eugenics, uh, and part of you and part of eugenics she believed in was doing away with or restricting the population of less desirable people. And by the way, that included black people, just in case you were wondering. Uh, So that is why this tweet is so hysterically funny. Uh, Margaret Sanger be rolling in her grave, knowing that a black man overruled Roe v. Wade. (laughs) Yep. She'd be pissed. (laughs) Yes. She would not be happy, not be happy. And that was a tweet. uh, That was a tweet that actually came out uh, just recently. And finally, this last one, which I've seen all over the place and I think is, is by the way, wholly appropriate. It is a meme that basically says, if you were trying to force a needle into my arm last year, then I don't want to hear my body, my choice from you now. Yep. Just saying. True. Just true. saying. If you, and I agree with that. If you were trying to force people to take a shot, uh, then you don't get to cry my body, my choice now. That's it. Exactly right. That's it. And with that, it's time to call it a day. But before we do, got to have a shout out to our sponsors. Let's say hey to our good friends over at uh, uh, uscombatgear.com, the California Republican Assembly Grid Defense. And I met with the guys over at uh, Gorilla Machining. They got some more more freebie products for us to give away coming soon. Nice, nice, nice. By the way, Mike, you you mispronounced their name. It's US U.S. Combat Gear. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> anyway, folks, check all of these folks out. Links uh, to their websites are in the description to this video or this podcast. Uh, make sure to visit them if you like what you see there. Kick them down a little cash and let them know that the guys over at The Rundown sent you. With that, we're going to call it a day. My name is Craig. His name is Mike. Please remember, like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, and encourage your friends to do the same. There you go. Keep in touch with yourself. We outie.